This is Movies, a podcast about the act of cinema. I'm your host, Lorez, and today we are discussing the 1997... Who's the director of this film, Hans? I don't know. Steve McQueen? Uh, Spawn. We're talking about Spawn, the movie starring Black Dynamite himself, Michael Jai White. Simmons. He's doing a great job where he is. Why do you want him? Why do you people always bust it? Why ask why? But how is so much more fun. <laughs> He's not even first build. He gets the... You know who gets the Jack Nicholson treatment for this movie is John Leguizamo. What, really? As clown yes he's the first build i was going to say he's probably the most redeeming element of this movie mm. oh you don't agree with that well, okay all right oh no uh i thought that character was just unbearable there's gonna be plenty of room to talk about that and the other characters in this movie you you clearly were dissatisfied with this film and you had mentioned just before we went on the air you watched it one other time and you hated it so I, I, I want to get into what what the good aspects of this movie are, because it was critically panned. It was a success at the box office. I think it made almost double its budget back, but they never pursued a sequel seriously. I mean, clearly the, the negative reception to this movie was enough to dampen any prospect of that for over 20 years. I guess my thing is, where is comedy today? Because, and and yesterday I, I I was watching I finished watching the second season of Barry. Have you seen that show? I watched With season that. one. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, uh, it's second one is pretty good too. But uh, then I started thinking of just trying to remember what the last comedy show I actually watched, where I would just sit down and watch episode after episode. And I think we had this discussion what about six seven months ago, and I said it's always sunny just because. I'm used to saying it's always sunny. Yeah. You but, and everyone else. Oh, yeah, that's the go-to yeah. comedy show. Yeah, but then you think about it, and it's like, what? where are we in comedy? Because the only comedy that I take in now, it's either in podcasts or stand-up specials that I don't really watch that much. So if you were to ask me, you know, what's a funny show, what's a funny movie in theaters, or a funny movie that's coming out soon? Uh, no, Have you seen that... Um, Danny McBride show. I was just going to ask you. No, I haven't watched it yet, but I I, I am going to check it out because I love Danny McBride and I love Mm -hmm. his uh, HBO ventures with David Gordon Green and Jody Hill. I think they're great. So I'm going to I'll probably wind up binge watching that once at least half the episodes of the the first season come out. But I've heard good things. Four of them out. Yeah. But but that, what's the thing? What do you think if if I ask you? Okay, so what's the funniest show on TV right now? I don't Young think Sheldon. <laughs> Is that a, still on? Even I don't even know. They just started season three. Awesome. I got a, nice. an Instagram ad for that with the little actor. It's like they know what we're up to, and they're just detecting it and tailoring. It must the, the ads to us. It must be really cool to have that Chuck Lorre power. Where you can just throw whatever bullshit under that big fact theory umbrella against the wall and it's just going to make money. Maybe, but when you're Chuck Lorre and you're that rich, why? Like, what, is, what does money even matter at that point? Why do that? I guess so. Yeah, good point. I don't know. It, it's hard to put myself in the mindset of uh, a creative person with that much financial wealth. 
because there are so many, it's like unlimited possibilities. You can do whatever you want and that's what you're choosing to do. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. Continue doing garbage when you can, you know, it must be about the money. It has to be about the money. Cause I don't think that Chuck Lorre is like a stupid guy. Clearly he's not. He's had 50 fucking hit sitcoms. So he has uh, a level of genius to him, but he's not using it in the right way. Clearly. But Spawn, we're going to be talking about Spawn. That so was a, that was an my... HBO show. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, oh hold on, hold on. You didn't yeah. answer my question, though. Yeah, what? What's the funniest show on TV? What's the funniest show on TV is uh, The Connors. You know? <laughs> I just found out that is still on the air. I thought they canceled that. Oh, is that the the Boston Brothers? That's the Roseanne oh. spinoff without Roseanne. Oh. Really? Yeah, she's still dead and rotting of a fentanyl overdose. But yeah. Oh, that's 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 cool. I thought you you meant the what's the other white people show where they're in Boston and they're Irish? They're uh, Wahlburgers. <laughs> sure. All right. Let's go, to go back to Spawn. <laughs> no, I mean, I, just real quick to to put a pin in this comedy discussion, though. I think comedy. I don't think that com- comedy is unmonetizable, but I think that's how the uh, ad executives look at it, and because of them looking at it that way it is and that might change it might not change it might just tighten up so i don't think that we're going to get anything good i think you're going to get a lot of brooklyn nine nine style comedy shows that show up for two or three seasons and disappear and you'll get like fleabag which is like the new oh all the writers all the uh the literary people i got a ba and i know what comedy is um you know twitter folks they, who, they'll push that who's even make Who's even making comedy movies now? Is Melissa McCarthy still there? Is it the Adam Devine or Devine or whatever his name is? I mean, they got a Netflix deal, but I don't think that last Workaholics movie did well. And that was terrible. That was like in the, the bottom three movies that I had watched in 2018. Melissa McCarthy's trying to get an Oscar right now. I don't know if you know that. No. She's been going really hard in the dramatic roles ever since that Muppet movie did not take off the way that I guess she wanted it too. What's well, she going to be playing? Murders? John Wayne Gacy? Bio? <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. That would be excellent. Yeah. But I, I mean, I don't know. I, I just don't think, um, I don't think that Selena Hollywood. No? No, the only thing she's done was play that, that creep in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She shows up for three minutes and then disappears. Does it show her belly? I don't think so, but there's a lot of thigh. Okay. There's a lot of cellulite. See, because th- think about it. Like, what actor is doing comedy movies right now that was making comedy movies five years ago? We just bring up Sakadafanakis, who had, like, a good, what, five, six years? Yeah. And then Melissa McCarthy was another one that had a couple of really good years. Um, well, Adam Sandler's not even a factor anymore unless you talk about Netflix productions. Like, who's... Kevin Hart almost died. Uh, so who's, who's even making comedy movies? And I can't imagine Will Ferrell still making movies. I think he's, he's, he's put himself in a producer role, I think. But he's kind of useless now because Adam McKay, who was his producing partner, ran off. And he's trying to get Oscars. Like everybody, that's, the, that's the move if you're a comedian, right? Because all comedy expires. You're going to wind up like Jim Carrey one day doing the Ugh. same forced persona 20 years after your relevance, right? You need to have 
And everybody hates on him. Uh, no, everybody doesn't hate on no. him, but I personally hate on him. Mm-hmm. Bill Murray. Bill Murray is a guy right. who um, he was the reason why Ghostbusters 3 didn't happen while mm-hmm. Harold Ramis was still alive. Yeah. Now that he's dead, he's like, yeah, I guess I'll do it. What a fucking prick. Not even. I'm, I'm going to cameo in your Lady Ghostbuster movie and not give a fuck. I'm just going to sit here and pretend that I'm acting, but I don't care. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't get him. I don't get his appeal either from at least now. Uh, when he was uh, back in the 90s and late 80s, he had that charm, even though he had the worst hairline since Jack Nicholson. But he pulled it off just like Jack Nicholson because he was charming. But then when we got to the, you know, I'm an indie actor stage of his career, I just mm-hmm. don't understand what the appeal of it is be- besides, hey, this guy used to be charming back in the day. And now he's an old man. I, I don't get it. Here's the thing about that. I've been in opposition to that decision of his for a very long time. But in retrospect, I think that's that's how you... That's how you avoid an expiration date if you're a comedian. I think there comes a point where you have to subvert everything that you've done thus far and just go into something that's completely opposite. So as painful as his Lost in Translation, Wes Anderson-style career has maybe been, I think that's a lot better than winding up in the same category as a David Spade. Yeah, well, Pacino... If we're talking about him like an actor, then you, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But just as far as being a comedian goes, you don't want to be uh, the guy. Like, you don't want to be like Tim Meadows, you know? Right. Wow. That's a callback. <laughs> Undercover brother. That, that was late 90s, right? That's a good one. That's one of the good SNL ones. That was New Line Cinema, mm-hmm. which put out this Spawn movie. And uh, that is actually the subject of today's show. Believe it or not, Spawn. A, a plus segue. <laughs> you were talking about HBO shows, and I wanted to talk about the Spawn HBO series. Have you ever seen that? The animated show ran for three seasons. The cartoon, I did. I can't remember. I, I, um, my memories are mixed with the Max. Do you remember the Max? I didn't until you reminded me of it maybe a year or two ago. Okay. Well, I confuse those two because I, I believe the animation was made by the same person or it was very similar MTV-style animation. So what I, what I can remember, both of those shows are mixed, so I can't really tell you yes, but I saw it. <laughs> I just, I, I guess my, my um, exposure to Spawn was mostly uh, comic books, even though I, didn't, I haven't really read many of them. Mostly the art, because I always thought it was cool. And, and creepy and also the action figures I, I don't know any of them but it, it like how big his cape was and how everything was exaggerated with his costume is what what got me interested in the character but I've never really been into the story it was more of a visual thing I guess with it. just to go back to the max I believe that was the same company that put out spawn it was all image comics so there was okay. probably uh familiarness there but uh, the Max was MTV, Spawn was HBO. Oh. And everything, you know, it was back in the day when obviously DVD wasn't around and it wasn't the norm to release full seasons of shows. So what they would do is, this is how I watched it, because I didn't really have HBO consistently when I was a child. I was maybe about eight or nine, I think, when the show first came up. You would go to Blockbuster or any video store and they would sell 
like Spawn, the animated movie, and it would be all the episodes compiled ah. with the the credits cut off and that kind of cringe Todd McFarlane holding a skull and going, <laughs> have you ever made a deal with the devil and oh. talking to the camera? Do you remember those? No, <laughs> I don't, but I want to look for it now. He was kind of like the crypt keeper for his own show. He kind of looks like that now. Have you seen him lately? He's like a crypt between Crypt Keeper and Henry Rollins now. No, I haven't. I haven't seen anything recent of uh, Todd McFarlane, but I do know that he's going to be directing the new Spawn movie for Blumhouse. R-rated, right? Our, uh, this is all alleged. He said that this was announced back in what 2016 or something. Jamie something. Foxx signed on to play Spawn. We haven't heard a thing since, and it's always been that way, always. So I had uh, I had gotten. And here's what they did back in the day, because it was animated, and they wanted to broaden their viewership. They put out an edited version that was 90 minutes. That was for kids. It was PG-13. And then you get the, like, 180-minute-long triple X. You're going to see tits and ass and blood and all kinds of violence. I got the PG-13 version. I watched that. I was like, all right, this is cool. Kind of reminds me of Batman, the animated series, a little bit. Then I wind up renting the uh, the unrated one from Blockbuster, and there's some lady naked on the screen, and like my mom's in the other room, and I'm just kind of panicking. I just it's like I can't control sweating. this erection. I don't know what's going on. Uh, do you remember Stripperella? No, I don't. Stripperella was a Pamela Anderson-led animation where she played a spy that was also a stripper. And oh wait a minute! No, no, no. Th- this sounds familiar. Was that on like? The uh, TNN or I, Spike TV. That's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm between those, or I remember if it was WB because it was very similar art as the Spawn or and the um, Max one, if I'm not mistaken. It also kind of reminds me of Swat Cats. Remember Swat Cats? Mm-hmm. Am I too old? No, I, I Stripperella. I think that was that was played after Ren and Stimpy's Adult Party Hour, which was like a triple X cartoon show that John K did mm-hmm. on spike tv but anyway yeah i never saw i didn't even know there was tits and spawn animation might look for it, yeah, it they <laughs> they went they they went hard with that show and it ran for three seasons the, the second season might be the best but the, the, i mean that's how you would watch it back in the day you would get a, a video or a dvd they did have dvds back then but nobody really bought them and they would advertise in like wizard magazine how would they edit the awkward ending because you know how those cartoons the ending is usually very awkward or like the the shot for the end of the episode is usually establishing one. You know what I mean? So will they just yeah. cut it before that or how, because that would be a very awkward transition between episodes, right? I mean, we're talking about, I think there were six or eight episodes a season that they're just mushing together into a movie. I think it would just be like a fade to black and then okay. return. Okay. Which is probably the simplest solution for that. Yeah. So, I think that show premiered in 96 or 97. It was right around the time that this movie came out. And there was so much hype about Spawn, the movie. And the advertising, the uh, the trailers, you know, the posters. It all looked very good. <laughs> but it, again, it, it, okay, so you lived, this, you lived in the States at this time, so you were in yes. that trace. So um, what was it famous for? Was it comic books or was it? Before that, or was it the animation? Spawn? Yeah, was it the animation that made the character popular? Because back in those days, like any comic book property, like what um, Howard the Duck, uh, Tank Girl, 
Batman, right? Pretty much. Those are the big three. Up until that, Howard the Duck. I, I mean, the only Batman ones that the, the only comic book related ones that I can think of. Yeah, right. Up until are, that well, point. What are we talking about? Are we talking about the eighties? Are we talking about the the nineties? Well, before Spawn came out. Before Spawn came out, you had the Superman, the Richard Donner Superman movies, okay. right? Uh-huh. That was seventies though. That was a little. That was a that was a way back. Yeah. Uh, then Batman carried the mantle throughout the the nineties for the most part. Right, but I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking like un, unknown comic book properties. It's not as simple as now, where comic books are so big that you can make a movie out of fucking Ant Man, two movies out of Ant Man. Uh, sure. But, but you know, back in the day, where you would get really odd ones like Tank Girl, and that would be made into a movie. Uh, and mm-hmm. Howard the Duck is the only other one that I can think of that would be. But that was early '80s. That I mean, that was like '84, '85. That's still also far away. Right, but was Spawn popular then before the movie came out, and was it because of the animation? I don't know if it was because I don't think it was because of the animation. Okay. Spawn was really popular throughout the '90s when the comic book premiered. It was like an immediate hit. Mm-hmm. Image Comics had been formed, so the creators uh, or the people who were drawing and writing these comic books for Marvel and DC they all branched off and they wanted creative control over their own characters. So they did image comics, right? Mm-hmm. And Spawn was the big character from that to pop off. It was just like between the the comic books, the action figures, and then eventually the animated series, it was just like a natural hit. Like it's so foreign of a concept to, to think now, like, okay, it could just be a comic book and it could take off in that way. There doesn't need to be a movie or series, but that was genuinely the case with right. spawn and that's why hbo uh rushed to green light it like it and this was also during the the comic book boom right in the early 90s comic books were really big and they were looked at as profitable by right. people people were snatching up mm-hmm. and then they, they did all these weird runs where it's like the death of superman right, right, right and you you get introduced to all these new characters that are going to have their own comic book lines and then x-men and uh, days of Future Past, mm-hmm. etc. You have all that going on during this time. Spawn comes up, big hit. Uh, it was only natural that they would push it to a series, which was kind of risky for the time. I would right. say you're you're doing an R-rated superhero animated series on premium cable. That's how. What is your base for that? Who's going to be watching that? And then to do an R-rated superhero movie, which I guess wasn't that out of the norm for the time. I think you had you had weird characters come up, like the Shadow and the Phantom. Yeah. Billy Man. Zane's the Phantom. Dark Man, yeah. <laughs> so, it, it, I mean, Spawn kind of fit into that mold where you could do a one-off adult serious comic book superhero film. And it wouldn't be looked at as unusual. I don't know. It's I, 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 it's difficult for me to set myself back in those days because I was living here and uh, cable wasn't even a thing. So, <laughs> so to me, like I saw this movie what like four years after it came out, probably when when it started playing on TV regularly here. So that the whole Spawn thing uh, was the devil here. Like if you, <laughs> that's just the devil, and you can't look at that stuff because it's the devil, and he's gonna come fucking. Pull your feet, which is uh, a real threat that uh, Latino parents tell you uh, when you're being naughty. Uh, they tell you that whatever <laughs> what? goes or whatever demon you're making fun of is going to come pull your feet at night. And that's scary for whatever reason. 
Uh, and it is. That's the worst. <laughs> the worst part. Just the thought of you being asleep and something pulling your teeth, your your feet. But um, where's I going with this? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Lost my train of thought. Um, <laughs> well, well, this could actually be a good segue into like let, let let's discuss the uh, the rules within Spawn because to be a hell Spawn means you have a particular mission. Right. Uh, with, with the, this character is Al Simmons. He's an assassin for some kind of rogue agency that deals with the CIA, takes people out. And in this movie, he's got a, a moral uh, conscience to him. So, so he's like, oh, I didn't know that innocent bystanders were going to get killed in this operation. Martin Sheen, who's clearly drunk on set as oh, he's performing he's, this role. Yeah, so <laughs> like he, he's legitimately slurring his words through lines. He's like, ow. I don't, I don't, and he's like, ugh. It's, he's the worst part of this movie. Yeah. In yeah, because he's like, you're better than this. What the fuck? Like, was the paycheck that juicy that you accepted this shit and you didn't even care? I I didn't know, like, at first I didn't think it was him because I was like, there's no way that he's this bad. And I had to look him up and I was like, fuck, what happened? And yeah. I, I guess alcohol is the, the answer. But or I mean, I, is Martin Sheen even really that good? He had Apocalypse, now he had Badlands, and then what else did he do with his career? I guess I'm just expecting better than this. <laughs> I don't know. If I, <laughs> just, That's a low standard. That's a low yeah. bar to set. What else has he done? Didn't he have like an old uh, De Niro-like career in his later years? Yeah, I get. I mean, I guess so. But he well, he had he had a run in the '90s where he was getting reliable roles, but I don't think any of them were really good. He had The West Wing that made him uh, somewhat yeah. popular again. And that was right around this time. I think that might have just followed Spawn, which good for him for that rebound. But now, I mean, what is he doing now? He did a stretch of guest appearances on Charlie Sheen's canceled FX show, Anger Management. Mm -hmm. So he's back in the gutter. There's 20 episodes in that. He was in 20 episodes. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm looking at right now. Uh, He was a judge in Selma, uncredited. He was in Spider-Man. The Amazing Spider-Man is Uncle Ben that died. That's right. Oh, my God. I completely forgot about that whole Spider-Man series, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, that's Do you think that's worse or better than being in Spawn as the main bad guy? Oof. Well, because, because mm. for what it's worth, Spawn, I think, is very... I, I, I would say that by comparison, especially, it's a very memorable film for a comic book movie. To be honest, if I if I had seen this in the nineties, I probably would have loved it because it's very much of the time. Everything the the way they dress, oh, the yeah. way they speak, yeah. uh, the way it looks. So I, I'm sure that if I had seen this when it came out, all of the dialogue that I find incredibly cheesy and uncomfortable now, uh, it was probably really quotable back back in those days when you know it was cowabunga and shit like that. So I think, yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. That Amazing Spider-Man is just forgettable and just like that whole series, if you can call it that. Um, but at least, I guess, he's just playing an old man in those movies, so there's not really much for him to do. In this one, um, he has more screen time, and uh, the movie depends on him more, so it's probably worse <laughs> to be in this, acting like that. There's a weird element with the plot where he gets a pacemaker and if the pacemaker stops, then a virus is released across America. 
No, it was what, if if he dies, if he dies, there was a bomb that was gonna go off somewhere that had the virus that was spread in his prostate. Like it was it was a little bit more complicated than what you said. I think it was something like a bomb somewhere that would release a poison, like that general of just like it someone would, would die with that that green shit. gas that surrounds spawns eyes yeah. that you pointed out on Twitter. <laughs> no, it comes out of him every time he gets wounded too. Just he's full of farts. <laughs> I want to touch on the fact that you said this is extremely 90s because I remember watching this back in 2008 when The Dark Knight had came out and I was like, wow, this movie is terrible. It is it is completely unwatchable. Then I watch it maybe about two weeks ago and I'm like, this is a really fun and of the time and great comic book movie, which I don't know if that says... Here's what I think has happened, right? The main problem with, like, because I didn't really like this movie that much when I was a kid because Spawn has his mask off mm-hmm. throughout yeah. every fucking scene, except, like, two where it's clearly a stuntman, mm-hmm. and then, like, one PlayStation, like, graphic where he's walking away from a flame. I hated that, but that's become the norm. Any Marvel movie, Sp- I mean, if you look at a fucking Spider Man uh, poster, you're going to see Tom Holland's face as mm-hmm. he's in the outfit. And the outfit isn't even going to look like the traditional Spider-Man outfit. None of those heroes wear their masks because no, they need to sell Chris Evans' face. Iron Man wears his helmet like five minutes of the movie when he's about to get shot and that's it. R- right, right. He's so that's become the standard. face uncover. Yeah. So that was the case. But then also, as cheesy and terrible as a lot of the editing and the transitions are with this movie, the music we've gotten so oh in the music the mu- <laughs> I have the soundtrack on my phone actually oh. I downloaded that right away. There's good like Marilyn Manson. There's a oh. there's a like a house music remix of Metallica's uh, "For Whom the Bell Tolls." <laughs> Slayer is on there. It's great. Butthole Surfers, Prodigy. Whew, what a yeah. lineup. Very 90s. We've gotten so far away from that now where it's not looked at as bad. It's looked at as 90s, right? Is that bad? It's bad, but it's like it's now forgiven. Right. It's like it's been pardoned because it's now part of that decade and that texture of the era. Yeah, I guess it's like like disco or like something old like that they used to think it was right. gay. And now it's like it's fine. Ah, BGs are okay, you know? That you know, back in Back in 1985 or whatever, they might be looking at Saturday Night Fever and going, this is terrible. How could this, you know, this does not age well at all. And then you watch it in 1998 or whatever. And it's like, yeah, that was 1970-something. That's right. right. That's how it goes. I think that has, (laughs) yeah, I think that's what has happened with Spawn. And it's not a good movie. No. It's certainly not a good movie. Let's, Let's make that very clear. It is not a good movie. But I think it has aged remarkably well <laughs> okay that's good for you do you agree do you disagree no what I, is your thought on that i i i think it feels like you're in the 90s when you're watching it so how does that like it's obviously a, a, a thing of you know it's, it's a different world we're not living that world in spawn i guess that makes it easier to just suspend disbelief but I don't know if I would say it. It's I age remarkably well. Um, I would say it's fun. <laughs> and that's it. Uh, just the uh, um, because now just thinking about 
how everything built up to have half an hour of just CGI fighting that was really bad. Um, and how bad he was still, even though he was under a ton of makeup where he could barely move his voice and just the way he would deliver the lines were so bad that no, I, I can't go. <laughs> I'm not going with you on that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know this is your brand, but no. I think it also helps that Spawn was like he he peaked in the 90s and after the 90s like nobody was really reading those comic books and the character nothing interesting was done with the character there were a couple of playstation games that were released i think he became a character in mortal Kombat. there was an snes game that was really bad too I oh, that. I hated that game yeah. so much. I kept getting caught on like the first level. The I controllers, was so excited to play. Controllers were horrible. I remember that. They were fucking atrocious. Um, but I again, I I think it's like the same way that you look at a, a beverage like Surge, where it had a shelf life that was specific to this time period. Nobody's buying Surge in two thousand four. It just it fits for the time, and it's a good. It's a time capsule, right? But the, the, I guess the thing that I'm afraid of with this, I'm not afraid of. What am I fucking? You're afraid of it. I'm not. It af- scared you. <laughs> it scares me. Elements. It scares me. They're really going to fuck upbringing. up this franchise and this new movie. They're never going to make uh, because. So the and I and I, I've never read the comic, so I haven't. You know, I didn't keep up with the development of the Spawn story, uh, but I'm assuming that the dialogue and the the way that the characters spoke back in the 90s is much different than the way they speak now so i'm wondering how that would relate like are they going to make it set in the 90s because that that would probably be the best way thing to do because it's Mm -hmm. pretty much a product of that time because i can't imagine spawn with a fucking smartphone you know uh or an app that's how he shows up you just He's an Uber he's, driver, in the and he's one. everyone's friend. Because um, <laughs> that's what that, it would be like Shazam, but he's a little meaner. Um, but if they do it, and uh, you know, we're just gonna make a an R-rated movie from the '90s, and it's gonna be silly, and it's gonna be as stupid as you think it's going to be. Um, but that's another thing um, that I completely forgot to mention when you were talking about the, you know, how the whole Spawn thing became famous in the states. Um, I feel like this movie doesn't fit what the spawn fans want from that character because it's it's always been this just badass just violent he's got fucking chains and his cape is huge and he's just a, a fucking goth icon and and metal people love him and this movie he's kind of goofy he's not really much of a badass because he's kind of a loser and everyone makes fun of him uh and no one respects him uh, so uh, I, I don't know. I I guess I'm not worried because I don't care about the the new movie that they might never make. But I would be interested in seeing what they do with it, as long as they just they don't just you know we're gonna set him up in 2019 and he's mixed race and and very sexually confused, you know. Well, he's already black. I mean, do you re- that would be regressive. But that ha- that happened with this movie where they whitewashed a character, his best friend, who cucks him. Mm is supposed to be black but they cast as as you said on twitter a guy who looks like rich voss as, yeah. that, as that role which oh. uh he's not good oh no why why do that i don't know i don't he know lo- either, he but. also looks very 90s is that what the well the character what does the character look like in the comics 
He kind of looks like Terrence Howard. Okay. So he's supposed to be kind of badass, kind of not a nerd. <laughs> not a white Are we talking nerd? about Spawn or Terry? No, no, no. The, his, his best his friend. Fr- his friend. Yeah, yeah. He's supposed to look like Terrence Howard, basically. Yeah, I don't understand that that choice at all. Well, I think it was just, they were like, ah, we don't have enough white people in this movie. <laughs> we got John Leguizamo as the clown. Can we just fit in one more so it's not just bad Martin Sheen? Isn't John Leguizamo like Cuban or something? He's Rachel Dolezal. He has made a career out of saying, I'm Puerto Rican. I'm Puerto Rican. And he's fucking Colombian. His dad was like, he's not Puerto Rican. <laughs> so like Mencia? He pulled them in Sia then yeah. before that was a thing. Because I but remember Mencia he had... is not even, I mean, Mencia is half Hispanic, right? Yeah, John Leguizamo is at least full Hispanic. Okay, I guess. He just looks more Hispanic than Leguizamo, I guess. Do you ever It's watch... very obvious. If you, if you look at his face, he looks Colombian. He doesn't look Puerto Rican at all. Hey, how can you tell the difference? You can tell the difference. I can okay. tell the difference between a Chinese person and a Japanese person. Well, right? yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, because Latin Americans are so mixed, sometimes it's different. Like, if I know that someone's under five feet, I know they're from, probably from El Salvador or Peru. But that's pretty much it. Like, there's brown people everywhere. There's pale people everywhere and black people everywhere. So it's, uh, unless they speak, as, as soon as they speak, you're able to really tell. But, um, I guess what I was, what I was getting to is that um, did you did you ever see his uh, his um, stand up well one man show called Freak that was about his family and how his mom is loud. I didn't see that one. I saw Ghetto Clown. Okay, that's the most recent one, right? I don't know. I that might have been nineties too, but oh. I, I I have no clue. He did that. He kept doing those for HBO, and I think Spike Lee directed a few of them. He had. Ghetto Clown, he had Freak, and he had Sexaholics. And it was just him basically doing stand-up, but on like a Broadway stage. Yeah. One man show. So it's more up. respectable. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to be Julius Sweeney. Yeah. Jesus, you're pulling those references today. <laughs> it's fucking Julius Sweeney. And what was the other one? Undercover Brother? What was his name? <laughs> Tim. I'm, yeah, I'm just referencing <laughs> 90s SNL. Just, yeah. What's that? Was that the lesbian with the suit? What was the lesbian with the suit? I don't even know what I'm referencing. Is was there a lesbian Hillary with the suit? Hillary Clinton? What? This podcast is now part of the Daily Wire Network. Spicy. We're gonna die. Anyhow, what did you think of John Leguizamo back in the day? Were you annoyed by him? I didn't really know him. Uh I remember him in uh Super Mario Brothers. Was that before? Oh yeah, he was Luigi. Yeah, yes. with no mustache, which w- was very annoying, because I remember... Do you remember the cartoon where they would have the sketches with the actors, and the the costumes looked shitty as fuck, but at least he had a mustache, and that really took me out of it. Besides everything else that happens in that movie that's not related to Super Mario, but that that was... Like, thinking back, that's probably the only thing that I knew him uh, from before watching this, the first time that I watched it. Back There's in. apparently a big story around the making of Super Mario Brothers the movie. Like that, that would be a good one to watch. That's also pure nineties. Mm-hmm. Dennis Hopper is is Bowser or Koopa. Yeah. Whatever. They call him Koopa in the movie. Yeah, but nowhere else is that character called Koopa. Koopa is, is it, the little fucking no, but isn't in Japanese called guy. Koopa? I think in Japanese his name is Koopa Bowser. 
I, I don't know. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. But he was also <laughs> in uh, Carlito's Way, the Brian De Palma film with Al Pacino, once again, playing a, a Hispanic man. Who was it? And yeah. He's the one who, who caps him at the end, right? As he's about to board the train. What, what, so, what, I mean, he had... What, where's the connection there? Are we playing Seven Degrees of... What's his name? Kevin Bacon. No, the other guy. The guy that you mentioned. I forgot his name already. The guy that played Cooper. John Leguizamo. <laughs> no, the guy that played I, Cooper. Uh, <laughs> Wait. Oh, John Leguizamo was in Carlito's Way. I thought you meant... Dennis Hopper was in Carlito's Way. I was like, when? No. What? No, no, no. <laughs> okay. No, John Leguizamo uh, is a, like a petty thug in Carlito's Way. And he kills Al Pacino's character at the end of the movie. Wasn't he in Rome- Romeo and Juliet? Yeah. He played the bad guy in that. He had a great career in the 90s. He had way, he had such a, you know, it, it was undeserved for a guy like John Leguizamo, who's so, such a one-trick pony. Don't you think his career was very Holly Shore-ish? Wow. Um, <laughs> no, I don't think no? so. But I could I could see how they would be looked at in a similar light. Because Holly Shore had what? He had one movie, right? No, he wasn't, no. The movie I was just thinking of, he wasn't even in. He wasn't in Biodome. That was Stephen Baldwin and... Yeah, it who? was Polly Shore. Was it Polly Shore? Yeah. I thought it was Stephen Baldwin like Brendan Fraser. No, no, no. Brendan Fraser was in that movie, uh, Encino Man, which oh, he's right. also in. He dresses like a weird goth vampire thing. Remember with the, with the sleeves? Or am I confusing yeah. that with something else? <laughs> my my I don't brain. Know. Those movies all blend together. Polly Shore, Stephen Baldwin, Brendan Fraser, all the same person from 1990 to 1994. Yeah, and they were in, in uh, multiple movies together, which just makes everything more confusing because they didn't even cut their hair differently. Polly Shore always had that uh, weird mop thing on his head that I'm sure mm-hmm. is a wig. I'm sure it's been a wig forever. Uh, and Brendan Fraser. You know, rest in peace. Uh, is what is he doing now? No, he's on the DC app. He's on Doom Squad or Doom Patrol, whatever that new show is with Roger Moore. Oh, okay. Or Timothy Dalton. What? What? Some old Bond decided to get involved. I've not seen it. But good for him. And neither have I. He was looking. It a looks rough. okay. I will say that. He was looking really rough. Yeah. He also had that FX show Trust, which uh, he played a cowboy. Cowboy Sheriff or something. Was he fat? Was it before? Yeah, he's born fat. Okay. Michael Jai White. I mean, he's done something with his career since Spawn. I can't say that for Martin Sheen. Yeah, he did Black Dynamite. He was in The Dark Knight. He did Dragged Against, Dragged Across Concrete. Concrete. Uh Yeah, he's good in that. His acting has come a long way. John Leguizamo, he did a new one-man show. Talking about... Is it History on or something? It's probably on Netflix, isn't it? John Leguizamo has such such a he's like trying to be like the smart guy. Uh, he's trying to be the smart guy who came from the projects. <laughs> is you know, and um, Colin Quinn comedy. Yes, no, that's exactly what he is doing. He's trying to be Colin Quinn right now. But so he's doing these 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 shows on Broadway where it's like I'm going to educate rich white people on the history of Latin America. And then he does his like shtick throughout it and makes up characters and just fucking lies. Yeah. Like, my son, my son was bullied 
by these kids in MAGA hats. It's like a half-white kid. And he's, he's just like, yeah, that's the kid who's going to get bullied by yeah. kids. You can't even tell. He's Colombian. The son of a millionaire. That's the one that's getting bullied. Yeah. I believe that one. And then he, he, all of his stories end in like, and then everyone stood up and clapped moments. Do you watch it? But with like a, I watched a couple of minutes of it, and then I was like, ah, yeah, I gotta take a break. I gotta, I gotta you go know, do the and, laundry. And that's one thing that Netflix has ruined for me, which is stand. Like, I don't really watch stand up anymore, uh, because it feels like everyone's getting a special now. So you watch ten minutes of it, and it's just. Uh, like even that you know the last one that Patton Oswalt released I couldn't get past 20 minutes because it was just I don't want to hear about politics I don't want to hear a nerd a comic book nerd talking about politics anyone but especially not a fucking nerd that thinks did you watch what? did you watch the Dave Chappelle special not the most the most recent one sticks and stones no, not yet no it was really good actually um, I thought it was really funny and the uh, the epilogue to that there's like a little Ooh, surprise, we have an after the credits, after the video thing that pops up. That was actually really funny as well. And I, uh, but, but, but on the whole, I think stand up is a dead medium. I think this is going to be the hard reality that a lot of these comics that are trying to make money in New York mm-hmm. and LA are going to realize rather quickly is that's no longer a viable venue yeah. for creating a career. I think podcasts took the place of that. Still, you think? Yeah, still, still. Okay. Even I, and I, I, I was saying this today to Brandy, who you got banned on Twitter. You reported her tweet <laughs> yeah. using vulgarities. Yep, because you just needed to take someone down with Do you. Do not curse at me, Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> Brandy got in trouble. One of the uh, the robots detected that she was saying a, a curse word, just... a protected speech word. To Hans, she's being mean that to she me. Should not have been saying. <laughs> she said something sarcastic to me. Yeah, how fucking dare you? <laughs> I'm the new. What's it, what's the guy's name that got me suspended? Uh, I'm the new David Hogg. Don't you dare <laughs> criticize <Yeah>. my tweets. <laughs> Don't criticize my tweets. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she she got she got banned, yeah. and then they gave her an option. They were like, you can delete the tweet or you can stay banned. She deleted the tweet, obviously. So mm-hmm. I said this to her today. I was like. Because we were talking about something she might be writing, like a project where there's a podcast element to that. And I said to her, look, podcasts are not what they used to be from 2007 to 2014, 2015, where it was like, ooh, this is a cool new medium. There might be money to be made here. However, I think due to YouTube, podcasts are still hitting their peak right now. Maybe the advertising packages aren't as... uh, lucrative as they were in 2009 when mark Marin was the king of the the podcast the king of the itunes charts but i think because of joe rogan and other shows like that or even like something like h3 h3 where there's a video component they they are they are still like at the top of the game right like it's like radio radio had its place Nobody gave a shit about radio, right? But you're still listening to the radio. It's still part of your day. You don't care much about it. It's very disposable, but it's still there. And because of that, there's money to be made in it. So on the topic of comedy and stand-up being replaced by that, people want, like, naturally funny people. I mean, that's that's why you watch a stand-up comedian, right? It's not... You don't want a stand-up comedian who looks like he's rehearsed these jokes a hundred times over. Because that's going to be right. 
uncomfortable to sit through. So podcasts are like, okay, well, the naturally funny people are going to rise to the top. And that's what's happened. Like, stand, everybody has a stand-up show. Most of the people are not funny. Most of the people are not interesting. When uh, the, the ground falls out on that, these people are going to wind up washed up with nothing to do. That's what I wanted to bring up because uh, you know how everything has a streaming service now. So that's definitely going to crash in the next couple of years. Like I can't imagine it. I think sustaining what it's doing now. Netflix is going to crash real soon. Yeah. Well, they've they've been losing a shitload of money recently, right? Mm -hmm. And their productions have not been good. I want to say lately, but if you look at the the history of releases, their good ones were pretty much at the beginning of their production. You know, when they started to make their own shit. I feel like lately they haven't really put up something that, you know, gets a lot of people to just watch and just sit there and watch. There's um, what's the uh, Money Heist? Have you seen that show? I have not. Okay, so that's no. a Spanish show that's huge in in everywhere but the states. I'm assuming it's a huge show. Uh, it's about this uh, mastermind guy, this very smart guy, and and they they uh, this uh, criminals get into you know where they make money, whatever that's called in Colombia and they try to steal some money, but then they're trapped inside and they have to get out. So the three series are about them getting out or whatever. Uh, and uh, like, that's the only show that I can think, okay, maybe this Netflix production that's big enough that would compare to maybe what their productions were back in the day. But what have they put out lately that, you know, gets people talking. That's not Chappelle special, you know, what movie or what series uh, that, that didn't have a, a boom of maybe a week, or maybe a couple of days of look at this and then end it. Uh, oh, fuck. Well, Mindhunter. I, I really like that show. So maybe but, let's not count that one. But but it's not a huge show. It's a popular show. Right? But how we don't know how many people are actually watching that show. Right. But you don't really hear a lot of people talking about it. That's the thing. No, I mean, I, I think you see it. But it's not like... It, it hasn't implemented itself into the like the cultural like water cooler talking uh, sphere the same way that like Walking Dead has or any of right. those shows that would be on basic cable. I guess I'm just thinking like what's their what's been their biggest hit after Stranger Things season one? Just Stranger Things. I mean, Stranger Things season three, I think, has had like a good wave to it as far as its life and all that. But um, on the whole, I don't think that they're in a good spot. I would imagine, mm-hmm. given all the material that they do put out, having one or two or three hallmark programs is not enough. And I know that they're in severe debt and they were mm-hmm. relying on China as the bailout. But I, I don't, I, again, I don't think there's much longevity to Netflix at this point. I think they're going to keep hiking the prices. They're losing money now from doing that. And it's just like you, you they they're cornering themselves. Also their their productions are not good enough to just keep people interested in just paying for that. And as more streaming services come out, they're going to start pulling their shows that are Netflix. Uh, like it happened with the office. That's not in it anymore, right? I don't think so. I think that is uh if it's not gone yet, it will be soon. But you know what I just thought of? And it ties back to Spawn. When you brought up Mindhunter, I know that... Uh, so you're not familiar with the comic book, right? 
the spawn yeah no so there really. there are these characters in the comic book and in the animated series that are not in the movie that are pretty huge right uh, two detectives sam and twitch have you ever heard of them it sounds familiar they they are the maybe, uh, maybe if i look at visually but it's sam a and what? sam and twitch one's a fat guy who has like a fred flintstone kind of appearance and the other guy is pencil thin and has glasses oh yeah 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 so yeah, they're yeah. they're pretty well known for like comic book fans you know you you've probably heard or seen them before they had their own comic mm-hmm. book series for a minute well, before Spawn or Spawn 2 or Spawn the Remake, whatever Todd McFarlane is writing and directing for Blumhouse that may or may not come out, they were going to do a Sam and Twitch series, I think for Netflix or some streaming service, where Kevin Smith was going to write and direct it. Okay. Who and Would I, you be I, interested? I couldn't in imagine a worse fit for that series, personally. <laughs> Aside from being They're just gonna make it mostly funny. relevant, you're right, right, which is not like the, that's not what you're supposed to do here. <laughs> now, he's very 90s. They're very 90s. That's how it maybe fits. But otherwise, I think that you got, got kibosh. farting. <laughs> yeah. You know, Sam's going to fart a bunch because he's fat. And then two each smokes. Yeah, weeks. it's going to turn into a stoner comedy between the two of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That got killed because of yoga hosers. Oh, well, that was worth it. That happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it might have saved those characters. So they, they, they were going to do a series. And then before that, back in, I think, 20, 2006 or something like that, they were going to do a Sam and Twitch movie or a Spawn movie from the perspective of Sam and Twitch investigating this character where Spawn was going to be like, either a villain or background character. There's a lot of stuff with this Spawn character that doesn't get brought up in the movie or in the show where he can mm-hmm. turn into a very like basic-looking, long-haired white guy and go around in this disguise and get to know his wife. They don't ever oh, wow. delve into that. And there's so much weird mysticism and heaven and hell and angels and all this and that to the the whole Spawn lore that's never touched with any of that. Actually, the last season of Spawn, the animated series, gets into that. And it's it doesn't work. It doesn't work as an acted out thing, even vocally acted out. In a comic book, okay. y- you know, you can interpret that all on your own. It's entirely is reliant it, on the writing, but... Is it just too cheesy or... Yeah. What's the... Okay. You know, something interesting, too, is one of the characters in Spawn goes on to become a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Wow. Yeah, which I, okay. I, I, I don't know how that even happens or works when it's two different companies, but that's, that's something that, that does occur. So maybe... That's a weird, weird universe to put him in, though. Uh, Just wisecracking with Rocket. <laughs> it, it was uh, some, like, angel woman, secret agent lady, who, who becomes, like, part of, like, the second rendition of the Guardians of the Galaxy, probably whatever they're going to move on to once Chris Pratt's contract is up. But I, I don't know. There's so many weird projects that have surrounded this property in particular that have just never been picked up or were greenlit, and then nothing happened with them. Do you think um, R-rated comic book movies, uh, or the idea of them at least, has died a little bit since Hellboy? 
came out and bombed so horrendously after, you know, Logan and Deadpool? No, absolutely not. Because Joker just won the Golden Lion at the Venice Film Festival. So that's, no, absolutely not. I think they're going to go all but, in on that now. Mm, mm. Actually, but I guess, that, might, I, that might get the ball rolling on Spawn. And Spawn oh will we'll win the Golden Lion <laughs> next year. It'll be great. Todd McFarlane is going to get Best Director. <laughs> What percentage of men that go to Halloween parties do you think are going to be dressed like this Joker this Halloween? All of them. Yeah, <laughs> every skinny. Well, not even like that didn't stop Fat Man dressing up like Heath Ledger. Um, but yeah, that's a good. I I guess I just don't see that movie as a superhero movie. I so even though it is a superhero character, like there's nothing as far as I can tell, at least from the first trailer that I saw. And it's the only thing that I've seen. He doesn't really, well, the Joker doesn't have power. So I'm, I'm assuming there's not going to be any villains or anything like Here, a killer here's what prop I've heard. or something that would take you out. Here's of what it. I've heard. Here's what I've heard. It's a, it's more or less a remake of taxi driver and King of comedy meshed together with the Joker character. And then at the end of the movie, they play a clip from justice league to tie everything in together with the Ben Affleck character. What? Yes. <laughs> it's like the Joker uh, is, I, he's locked up in Arkham Asylum, 1981, right? And then you hear that Come Together song that was in the Justice League trailer, like the cover of that. And they uh, cut to the current day where it's like Batman fighting those like demon wing creatures are you are you fucking with me right now i don't know this this is just a rumor that i've heard and then fucking bald uh what's his name michael Sarah comes out what's his name um no you're right luther what's his name oh jesse eisenberg fucking bald michael Sarah comes out and makes out with him he says actually joker i want to build a league of my own (laughs) (laughs) yeah he shows up in Arkham Asylum in 1981. You know what the worst part about this is that I, I would believe it. <laughs> like I can see them doing something like that a hundred percent where they just didn't learn with the fact that nobody wants to see those movies anymore. Just let it die. Let's just start again. And it's just, let's just drag that thing into the end of this. Just to tie it in together and, somehow put that character in this universe that doesn't fit at all i don't know i i I, you have to think that they are considering merging that with the robert pattinson matt reeves batman movie that's coming out right but that's gonna have to look completely different than anything they've done before Mm -hmm. because it has to match what the joker movie looks like now right no, not necessarily. I mean, Joker is a standalone they're they're considering doing like an imprint where it's called d c black where it's just one off characters, right. but I think they they are probably thinking about doing this as like a tie in and I think the Robert Funny. Pattinson Batman movie is supposed to take place in the nineties, so it would line up in the timeline, yeah, who's directing that one again? Matt Reeves, who did the Planet of the Apes movies and let the right one in, okay. So he's he's you mean let me in let me in yeah let the right one in is okay. the original version so yeah this will probably turn out a whole lot better than Justice League and Suicide Squad and that Birds of Prey movie that looks awful I know <laughs> I know somebody who worked on that movie and it's very cartoonish do you know you're familiar more with like the Batman lore than say Spawn right yeah 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 I'm familiar with the. <sighs> I want to say 2004 
TV series of Birds of Prey? Oh wow! I haven't thought of that in a minute. Yeah, I I remember. Yeah, that. I remember that show. That's the only thing I know about them. Yeah, same. Just whatever wasn't that show. I'm sure it was not accurate at all. But that's the only thing that I could. But you know how Mary about. Elizabeth Winstead started fucking Ewan McGregor while she was married to Riley Stearns, and she got him a job on this Birds of Prey movie, playing the lead bad guy who is Black Mask. You know Black Mask. So Ewan McGregor, Ewan McGregor's playing Black Mask. Yes. Okay. And they have reinvented this Black Mask character who's like a creepy mobster who wears a giant yeah, yeah. face mask. He's supposed to be terrifying. Well, in this one, he's a gay club owner. And he's gay with is, Victor Zaz, the serial killer is who it, what? his flesh. Yes. And let me tell you, I'm going to spoil Why? this movie they... real quick for everybody and let you know Wait, that this out? is not it... worth watching. Hold on. It's out. Hold it's, on. It's that not one came out already. Oh, okay. No, it's oh, not Oh, because you, someone that worked on the... Okay, okay, okay. 20, okay. Well, I didn't... I Hold on a second. For the record, I did not learn this from the person who sure. worked on... I really didn't know. I learned it from the subreddit right, so. DC EU leaks. Uh-huh. Um, so you know one of the runners from the movie and... No, 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 no. I don't know anybody... Movie. No, no. I don't know anyone from this movie. Okay, for the record. Mm-hmm. Everything I've learned, all I knew about was... And I had... Uh, uh, I shouldn't even say that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go back and edit some of this out. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, so where's the fray? Here's the uh. deal. Now, this movie, the whole plot of this movie is centered around Ewan McGregor collecting a diamond to uh, spare his dick from being revealed in public via a photograph that's installed in the diamond. Now, this could be changed. I know they're doing reshoots, but <laughs> I'm, I'm not fucking around this time. This is really, this is real, okay? I feel I feel the same way that someone would feel like if they're sitting uh, while getting that, you know, that Rings movie pitched where she comes out of a cell phone to kill people. Like, this is exactly <laughs> what it feels like right now, where it's like... This is, no, but this mm. is a movie that was greenlit after... Suicide Squad came out. Think about that. Think about they said Suicide Squad. What was wrong with that movie? Was it that this was a silly, stupid, tonally inconsistent mess? Hmm. Okay. No. Well, how about we take all the the, the goofy factors <laughs> no. of this movie, stretch it out. We'll get rid of Jared Leto. We'll put in Ewan McGregor, and we'll we'll make jokes. We'll, we'll we'll have it be about him getting his his dick pic from a diamond, and, um, and his mask is a black mask of black diamonds because he's gay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but he doesn't even wear a mask. He just looks like Goldmember from Austin Powers. <laughs> I really want to see this now. <laughs> I if this comes out, I will go see it before. Yeah. This this yeah. I like crazy shit like this where you just. Sitting there, like, wh- who, why, who decided that this? Yeah, so I'm in. So Joker. keep telling me about what you're. Jo- keep telling me the thing that you're not supposed to be telling me. Joker about. just won the Golden Lion at Venice, and it's going to be followed up with this movie, this Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. Movie. Is that a 2020 release? I think that might be January, February 2020. Again, did not learn any okay. of those details from anyone who worked on the movie. This is from DCEU leaks, <laughs> a subreddit. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
But I, you so know, you're tr- you're trusting a subreddit that tells you that the villain is gay for no reason. <laughs> you take it as fact. Yes, because I've seen the trailer. I've seen. Have you seen the trailer? Oh no! Everything no. in the trailer lines up with these details that have come out about Birds of Prey. And again, I have seen elements of this movie from a person I know who had wa- worked on that that set, mm-hmm. and it all lines up as being true. But again. They are reshooting bits of it with the guy who did John Wick. So clearly they're not happy with that end product. Right. So there's going to be two movies then. There, there like could Justice be. League. Yes. Right. Um, does it look like like the remake of Gem? Or does it look like Justice League, that trailer? You know what I mean? Does it look like a teeny movie for teens? Or does it look like a superhero movie for CW fans? No, I I, I think uh, more the former, definitely. Okay. I, it seems like so they're trying to market it towards girls, but that's not... Like, even with a property like that, like, say Wonder Woman, right? Wonder Woman's a good example of this. Who's showing up to Wonder Woman? It's still, like, 30-year-old guys. It's 13 and, to 30-year-old guys. And very young girls with their parents and fat women. Right, right. <laughs> Fat women that buy like purses and backpacks with the Wonder Woman logo on it. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Correct. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot I'm not supposed to be talking. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, so we're, yeah. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna get um, a one two punch from DC with Joker uh, and Birds uh, of Prey, <laughs> and then they're gonna do Spawn. And that's I think that might be New Line again with Blumhouse. Have they ever pulled off a comic book property aimed to women that was successful? Just Wonder Woman. But I, again, I don't even think that was really aimed toward women. No. I don't know if that would qualify. I mean, if it was a standalone, maybe. But since it was a part of the whole thing, people would just I mean, watch it because it was a DC character, but also to complete the whole thing. So I don't know if that would qualify. Yeah, I mean... Also, I- there... I, I think girls just go to the movies to see different things. I think they probably mm-hmm. like similar films on the whole. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but that's the thing. When you start pandering like that, what you're doing is just dividing your audience, I think. But, I mean, we're fucking debating the <laughs> qualities of Birds of Prey, so maybe <laughs> we shouldn't dwell like, too much into this. But I'm looking forward to it. I'll be I'll be camping outside. I'll be the only person camping outside for the release of this movie.